Hey everyone, welcome to Integrated Rhythm. We're here with Crystal Johnson. Maybe you don't know who Crystal Johnson is. Well, Crystal Johnson uh, is a Harvest Moon Ball Lindy Hop winner from 1972. She is a Mamalu Parks dancer, uh, and she is the daughter of none other than Thomas Tops Lee, one of the great Whitey's Lindy Hoppers, one of the original Whitey's Lindy Hoppers, who himself won the Harvest Moon Ball in 1940 which makes it, as far as we know, the only time that a parent and their child have both won the Harvest Moon Ball. This is part one of a two-part conversation with Crystal. In this part, we mainly discuss her time growing up, training with Mamalu Parks, and winning the Harvest Moon Ball. In part two, we cover her father, Whitey's Lindy Hopper Thomas Topsley, her coming back into the swing dance world, and her thoughts on how racism has changed since she was younger. If you don't know who Mamalu Parks and her dancers are, Mamalu Parks was a Savoy hostess who loved Lindy Hop. After Herbert Whitey White passed away, Mamalu made it her mission to keep the flame of Harlem performance Lindy Hop alive. To help her, she brought in great Lindy Hoppers like Al Minns, George and Sugar Sullivan, Lee Motes, and others to train the young dancers. After the Harlem Savoy Ballroom shut down in the 1950s, a new Savoy Ballroom opened up in the Bronx called the Savoy Manor. This was the home base for Mamalu Parks and her dancers. They were a close-knit group, practicing all night, every night, babysitting each other's kids, and eating dinner together. Mamalu's dancers swept the Harvest Moon Ball's Jitterbug Jive contest during this time. She also had a performance group called Mamalu and her Parkettes that performed extensively in black entertainment. They didn't just perform Lindy, but also other dances, as we'll discuss in today's episode. Mamalu Parks would carry the flame of Harlem Lindy Hop from the 1950s all the way up to her death in 1990. It's one reason why the term swing revival to define the growing popularity of Lindy Hop in the 1980s is not the best term to use. Harlem Lindy didn't have to be revived. It was still alive, and a large part of that thanks goes to Mamalu Parks. A quick note on the audio quality. At the beginning of the interview, there's some background noise when Crystal is talking. Don't worry, that gets taken care of relatively soon after the interview starts. With all that in mind, we hope you enjoy our conversation with Harvest Moon Ball champ, Mama Lou Parks dancer, and Whitey's Lindy Hopping daughter, Crystal Johnson. We are here with the one, the only, Miss Crystal Johnson. Hi, everybody. Hi. We wanted to make sure that the people who are watching and listening um, really get an idea of who you are, because Bobby and I know that you're a legend. We know that you are... Um, you're a Lindy Hop legend, and we'd love to hear a little bit more about your dad in a bit. But for now, um, for our viewers who don't know that much about you yet, um, tell us all the badass things about who you are. Um, we would like to hear a little bit about your life at the Savoy Manor and working with Mama Lou Parks and your peers, the Mama Lou Parks dancers. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Let me start from... Wow, I've been dancing like for a long time, like around eight years old, okay? But it wasn't Lindy Hop. It was like, remember the hopping, the bopping, the twist and all of that stuff, okay? But I always was dancing, I always danced. I went to Star Time Dance Studio and Maxine was interviewed last week. We, I started laughing because I'm like, oh my God, I went there too. But it was just so funny. Mom took all the pictures to California. That's why I don't have no pictures to show. So to make a long story short, dancing in the Harvest Moon Ball. Where, where do you want me to start with? Mama Lou Parks or the Harvest Moon Ball? Well, which came first? The chicken or the egg? Which came first? <laughs> <laughs> okay, which came first? Oh. Yeah, okay, let's go with Mama Lou. When I was dancing, um, 
I just walked into my dream. You, probably, you might've heard this before, but I walked into my dream because the gentleman I was dating told me that he knew Mama Lou Parks, but I was at the Apollo every Saturday because it was Jocko and Alan Freed and Frankie Crocker. Those were the, the disc jockeys that had it going on. They had the Motown reviews and all of that stuff. And I would go down every Saturday. That's when you could pay like little or nothing and sit through the whole show till midnight. You didn't have to move it. You could watch the show three times. Okay. So and I always, I said, I, I want to be in that group. I used to watch them. So the gentleman said to me, well, come on, I'm going to stop by my friend's house and so-and-so. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. And But he knew I wanted to dance with the parkettes. I didn't believe that he knew them. You know how when somebody tell you something, you go, yeah, okay, yeah. So knocked on yeah. the door, knocked on the door, and opened the door. And David came and was in front of Miss Parks, right? Then when David let us in, and then Miss Parks came out, and then it was all these costumes. And I was like, oh, my God. He said, I told you. He said, I told you, he said, Miss Parks, you want to dance. And that was it. That, like, I walked into my dream. I, I did not, it, yo, it was crazy. It was like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And that, yes, and that day that I walked in, it was Gloria um, Thompson. Uh, they was packing to go on tour with James Brown for six months. For six weeks, I'm sorry, for six weeks, they was going on tour with James Brown. And I was 15 then. I was 15 then, yeah. Now, when we won, the, then we danced. But you couldn't really dance in the group until you was like a uh, Harvest Moon Ball champion. That was the stimulation, at least when the junior parkettes came in, because it was four of us. It was me, Maxine, T, and Laverne Seabrooks. Okay, because um, the other, um, David and them were older than us. So they were they were allowed to go certain places because we weren't of age yet. So we had right. to, so we held it down in the States and they was traveling. So uh -huh. we got the smoking, we got all the Apollo stuff. Oh, and wow. it was just like, yeah, man, it was like awesome. But I didn't win the Harvest Moon Ball till 72 because I had all of them people in front of me that I thought I could beat. It was like, how oh, I could beat them. I could beat them. <laughs> yeah, okay. I knew I couldn't, but my first time I competed, I came in third. Okay. So that my first time I competed in the Harvest Moon Bar, I came in third. Okay. And that was my with my partner, Wilbur. If you go on my page, you'll see all of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the night I won was like, girl, please. <laughs> it was awesome. You hear me? And the practices we had, it they were awesome. Like they were sturdy. Sullivan was my teacher. Uh, George Sally, we call him Sally, Pop Sally. Um, it was awesome. It was just like wow. When I talk about it, I think about it, and I'd be like, wow, like that was. I really did that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm yeah. still going. I am still going to this day. Yeah. Yes, I am not stopping. No. I, but dance is part of your entire life. Like this mm -hmm. is such an important thing. I think you know, um, dance is just a, such a part of our society. And, yes, um, absolutely. And so, and I, it's amazing to see you having started professionally dancing when you were 15 and then mm -hmm. doing that your like your entire life that's truly I couldn't you know and that's funny you know like you know when you've been called to do something mm -hmm. because when I wasn't I was just uh, stationary for a minute and you would watch I would watch the shows on the tv and I'd be like I'm supposed to be there you know it's like a I don't care what I did I don't care. It was always coming back to that. I couldn't, I was not happy until I got back to that. It was, yeah. and I sang professionally for like 17 years and I love my choir, but I'm telling you, 
you know when you are supposed to do something and share it. Don't be stingy with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, I love it. Like, that's all I want to do. Yeah, that's a whole word right there. If you you know when you're called to do something, don't be stingy with it. Share it. Yes, because you can't take it with you. No. You know, and through my walk of dance, I've seen a lot. And then when I came back in, it was like, well, what is going on? Like, I don't remember, like, it, the whole thing changing, which I understand because of the different era. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a different era. I understand the dance. I understand everything. But we should always learn from our roots. Mm -hmm. I mean, even, you know, like, and now, like, it's really crazy, okay? Mm. Like, it was an epiphany, a wake-up call Mm. for what has happened in the past year or so. It's been a big wake-up call to that industry and, like, actually, um, what do you call it, Uh, recognizing and stop bashing and I want to say this so bad um we gotta stop turning our noses up at people Mm. at our at our people who set the way for us Mm. because we still we still getting that okay I understand that what's going on okay I understand the the understanding of everyone wanting to learn and apologizing for not understanding I definitely understand that, but you still have some of some here and there that still turn their nose up at you and think that they're better than you. But then you forget that, and they're younger than me. So I'm talking to the younger crowd, mm. and some of you older ones too. Okay, you. Uh, let me give you an experience. I went to an affair. And it was Norman Miller, all of us took pictures that night. It was at the Kennedy Center. And I met a young lady and she was so glad to meet me. But when she found out after who I was, the next time I seen her, it was, and I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, that's what I'm saying. We can't do that if you want to share and get, that irritates me so bad that it really does because I feel if you want to learn it, I'm a teacher. Okay. Now, it's just because you don't like a person, why you don't like a person? Don't let that person stop you from doing what you want to do. You know what I mean? It's like, and it's in our neighborhood. It's in us. Okay. It's in the people of color. They act funny towards people of color. Mm, They really do. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? They really do. And it's like, why? We're all, at the end of the day, we're all shooting for the same thing. Right. The same right. thing to teach. Not to be better than you or better than this one. It's just that the eras are different. Different eras. So yeah. we got different portions and different chapters. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? So like, mm. if they could just comprehend that, and don't be saying, oh, well, they used to dance with so-and-so and they did Stop it. Stop it. Because that hinders the dance. That hinders when you somebody say something about somebody that when you see them, you mad. What you mad for? Because of what somebody said. Have an open heart and an open mind when it comes to this thing. Because I'm serious about mine. And I'll tell a person in a minute, why are you acting like that? Did I do something to you? Like, confront it. If you don't confront it, it'll keep on going. Yeah. Until you actually walk to it and confront it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for for sharing those words of wisdom because I, I, we don't always realize how our actions or our attitudes are impacting. And, um, and there's something to, to be learned everywhere. But I mean, especially from our elders right and so it is so important to respect our elders like you said 
this is this is a gift that you have passed on to us and um and it's important for us to recognize, like, like you said, yeah. you, you mentioned the eras, like there's, there are different eras of dancers yes. and things might be done a little bit differently, not better, not worse, different, but it's just know. different. Yes. Especially when we think about our elders and our eldership, like we, yes. we owe you so much. So oh. I, I'm sorry that you, you've had people, um, either but that, like, but but that's, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's in the, that's in a whole, that's in a general thing. Yeah. That is because I watch, I sit back and watch how people are treated and it's just like, why? And another thing that I don't approve of, stop taking your stuff off. Of, now I'm not saying everybody on YouTube or Facebook or whatever you look at is <laughs> go to, it was something Ryan Francis said, like go to your elders, the ones who paved the way, so you learn the right way, and the right and the truth. Mm. See, because a lot of people go by hearsay, and instead mm. of checking on what they heard, they take it and and they it starts to melt and manifest, and it's you know what I'm saying. So find out from the elders because I found out from my elders. Okay, Miss Parks, all of them was my elders. Sullivan, he's 90 years old, like, and Sugar and them, like, they're my elders. And I love all my mentors because they're the ones that paved the way for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I love that. Like, and like, once you realize that just because they're black, okay, you know, I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm put it right there. Just please, because, please do. Just because they're black, okay, mm. it's like, oh, they don't know or they don't do. Or the, no, that's wrong. Nuh uh, because we got some bad behind people that came out of Harlem from Cecily Tyson to Frankie Manning to mm. Norman Miller. Come mm. on now. Mm. Come on now. Mm. Even the rappers, we got Jay Z and Beyonce yeah. in it. Come on. Mm. come on yeah. so to act like that is um it, it just irritates me you know like i think we should really get it together and and just share with each other and stop bashing each other yeah I, that's another thing we, we put each other down all the time. And then when you realize, and oh, ooh, ooh, I got to tell you this, wait a minute. <laughs> this was the funniest thing. We was at the, um, I was at an affair and uh, it was Norman Miller's birthday. That's when she was in Ipswich. Mm. And, a, and a lady, a Caucasian lady, I'm gonna keep it real. She treated me and Maxine so nasty. She didn't know who we was. Mm. Okay. Oh, she was so nasty. Oh my God. We went upstairs and she kept giving us the eye and we was like, what's wrong with her? She, like, really? I'm really. But then when we was introduced, it was like, uh, that's why you got to be careful who you, who you act around because you never know who you are entertaining. It's true. Her mouth like was like, oh my God. But then she says, when sometimes people can't clean it up, they still act the same way. But I saw her reaction when she, oh, I treated them like that. Mm -hmm. But no, for nothing, for no reason at all. So that's why I say, learn from the elders, get to be our elders, and let's do the, let's, let's keep it real, man. Because well, I'm not going to lie about nothing. What I know, I know. And if I don't know it, I don't know it. As I ask somebody else, you know, because it, it, if we don't ask, we're not going to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just that right there is so important, you know, a lot of yeah. people. And I mean, I also understand the pressure to try to seem a certain way or to mm -hmm. seem like, you know, some stuff, but like, like out of the mouth of an elder right here, you know, if you don't know say you know and if you know then no you don't know you don't know you don't know but if you know say it with your chest right like yeah. another thing stop so. stealing people's stuff 
Mm. Ask. Because all you can get is a no. Okay. But if you, this goes to everybody. Like, if you want to do anything or film anybody, anybody in the family or something that, or something that you like, don't put it up without asking for their permission. I don't care if it was up before, but if you're in that circle, you know, that you like to snatch stuff, ask, 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 because it happened to me. So ask, because there's nothing like asking. If they would have asked, I would have said yes. But they asked and I said no, because it was too late after what you had did. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So if you want to show a film with my dad and Wilder, ask me if it's okay. Mm. Okay, you know, like, or, or me, or like, yeah. Yeah, and I got stuff, you know, how everybody snapshot. Yeah. That's fine, okay. But I don't want to see nothing without asking me. Because it's only the right thing to do. Don't put nothing up there that you didn't ask if you could put it up. Mm, because yeah. then you're gonna get embarrassed. And you know, and, and we we and I'll make to be like, oh no, we're not having this. I'm gonna get her. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, but yeah. Oh no, I got to put this in a nice way. No, we can't have this. Because if you don't stop it it's going to keep going. If you don't speak on it, it's going to keep going. Once somebody recognizes what, what's being, what's happening and going on, it's like, oh, okay, well, I can't do that, or maybe I can do it and No, you can't. Just do it the right, if you do things the right way, the right things will come to you. Right, right. Yeah. Right. I truly believe in that. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so what was training like at the Savoy Manor, or what was life like at the Savoy Manor when you were like, yeah, how, what was the recipe? What was the cooking going on? Mm. Our training, uh, I wouldn't give up my training for nothing in the world. The training that I had, because the training that I had has put me to where I am. It was discipline. And you couldn't, and one thing we didn't do, we didn't get mad at Sullivan and Lee Motes. He was awesome, God. Yeah, he was an awesome dancer. He was with Sully too. We never got mad at them. Like, it wasn't like, no, strict. Okay, you, if you're going to do this, you're going to do it right. When he yelled, we was like, oh, okay. Like, we danced our butts off. We practiced. We didn't even want to go home. That's how much we practice, like two, two, three hours straight. Then we walk across the bridge, everybody walk across the bridge, across 145th Street Bridge, because we used to walk across that bridge and go right to the Savoy Manor. And we had so much fun. I wouldn't give those years up for nothing. That was the awesome, the training, the discipline, and all the champions that came through there. That's that's what's awesome. All them, or everybody before me was champ. Like, it's like amazing. Miss Parks had it going on with that Harvest Moon Ball. She had it going on because when she gave it every year, there wasn't a. You could only stand in the, in the ballroom. It was standing room only. Everybody in Harlem knew this is the night of the Harvest Moon Ball. They going the night of the semifinals and the night of the Harvest Moon Ball. That, that was the thing in Harlem. Everybody knew where it was. Tickets sold out. It was absolutely fabulous every year. And the costumes were like glittery and beautiful, like real, like glamour, like Hollywood. Yeah. And that's what, that's the kind of Harvest Moon Ball I want to see still. I want to see like them dressed like in, in the glamour stuff, in the, the stuff that we wore. That's why I say it's a different era. Mm -hmm. See, the era was different. Oh, let me show you something. You're going to smile. This is the first, wait a minute. This is the Harvest Moon Ball brochure from 1949. Hey. This is from 1949. Oh. Yeah. That's great. So I was only one years old then. Oh. 
And that's the ballroom championship dancer. Isn't that beautiful? That is beautiful. Isn't that awesome? I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. Wow. That's how long and famous and the Harvest Moon Ball. I just wish they could bring it back to the garden. I just wish they could do it. That ballroom dancing, all of those other dances are just fabulous. Everybody was just on their top game. That's that's what it was. They was everybody was on their top game. And each year, from when they when the before I dance, the prize money went up like more and more and more because you got money for first, second, and third prize, and a big thing of roses and pictures and all the fun, you know, all the glamour that it was fun. It was fabulous. Mm. Absolutely. You know how we here at Integrated Rhythm love to support Black-owned businesses. And guess what? Crystal Johnson is a Black-owned businesswoman, meaning that she uh, owns a Black business, not that she's owned by a Black businesswoman, although she is the Black businesswoman who owns the business that is Crystal Johnson. So technically both are true, although they are awkward to say. You can hire Crystal Johnson for her services. You can hire Crystal Johnson to give a talk. You can hire Crystal Johnson to do interviews. And once this crazy quarantine is over, you can hire Crystal Johnson to teach or to train and coach. That's a fantastic way to not only help keep the flame of Harlem Lindy Hop going, but also to support its black American pioneers and to keep them in the scene. So if you want to get in touch with Crystal Johnson, just email lindyhopchamp at yahoo.com. That's all one word, lindyhopchamp at yahoo.com. Hey everybody, this is Bobby White from Integrated Rhythm. We're here to ask you to please consider donating to the podcast. You can do so by going to patreon.com slash integrated rhythm. You can do so by Venmoing at Bobby Swungover. And make sure to put a little IR in the note so we make sure it goes to the right people. You can also do so by PayPaling at Bobby White 3. And once again, putting a little IR in the in the window there. Doing so will help us keep this podcast going, and we love doing it, and we hope you love it too. If you can't afford to donate at this time because times are rough, we totally understand. We don't want you to put yourselves out. We want you to keep enjoying the podcast for free. However, if you have a little bit of pocket change in your pocket, we would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thanks, and have a great day. We're back. So uh, let's see. You had uh, you had to dance in the Savoy Manor prelims, and then get on to the finals, and then you got to the the garden, and then you had to dance. What, like two minutes, three minutes, four minutes? Two minutes nonstop. Two minutes nonstop. That's at a that, blazing. That's tempo. the era change. That's the era yeah. change. Yes, two minutes nonstop. Air steps, everything. No slow motion. It was it was a, it wasn't slow motion when we was doing it. Oh. Now the era before that, when our dad was dancing, I noticed that some of them was doing like so they not in our era. It was strictly no slow motion sprinting. For it wasn't no. Straight. It wasn't no like because that slow motion is like a rest. Like uh, yeah. uh, uh yeah. We did, we did straight through two minutes. Damn. Two minutes, and then I danced the tie off, and that was awesome. That's the, right. That that, that was awesome. That I had to fight for that spot. Man, so how did, did uh, it well, was a lot of us going for for, for first place, and I said, "No, no." Nah. Me and Dougie said, "Not today." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you you dance your butts off for the first round, and then it turns out you have to do a tie. Do you remember what you were feeling at that moment? Yeah, yeah, nervous, scared, like oh my god! Because when they when we found out it was a tie, it was like, what? 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 Oh my god! Oh god! So we had plan two of the routine instead of opening up like we did in the first routine. The second routine we opened up with three air steps. 
and we was flying. We flew. We flew. We broke that because it was it, the idea was not to do the same thing that you opened up with the first time. You had to surprise the judges. So when they saw me and Dougie do a jump into a double neck snatch and then over the head, and then we banged out and start doing the stew, it was over. I kid you not. Yeah, we we was laughing. We was moving, man. We was like, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So did anyone capture this on film? Were there any cameras at at your at your Harvest Moon balls? Well, I understand that uh, the Harlem Swing Society has a film of me and Dougie at the Harvest Moon Ball. Yeah, down at that library that they have the archives at or something. That we was there last year. We was there last year with um, Sugar and all of us was down there. Yeah because I got pictures of it with um, all of us in the group, with Joya and all of us in there, yeah, David. Yeah, Columbia. That, yeah, that one, that night, she said, she told me that they, she has a film clip of me. Yeah, and I think Chester has, has one too, the same thing, but he's never like, he's busy, so I don't even bother <laughs> But yeah, that's what, I, I've never seen it. So I was like, oh, really? Because I've been looking for, for it and like I couldn't find it, but somebody said they yeah. found one. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, that's nice. Well, I really hope that gets put out there sometime because like one of, you know, one of the things I don't about- think you can do that when it's in that library. Mm. I think you have to go there to see it. Mm. I think, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. One of the sad, one of the sad things about your, you know, the Mamalu Parks generation is that because of all those newsreels, we have lots of footage of the Harvest Moon balls from the 30s and 40s, but we have hardly any from the 60s and 70s, and that's really sad because you know, it's it's watching the dancers and seeing them dance that is the like the way that you like really, yes, um, keep that alive, keep that generation they, alive. They kind of wrote us off, but then. When Crystal got back on the scene, I was like, no, they're not. Mm. And I'm going to tell you the funniest thing. You ever watched uh, um, Godfather of Harlem? You ever saw that, the series? I don't think so. Okay. And, and in the opener, guess who's opening it up? Hey. The Parkettes. Godfather yeah. of Harlem. Yeah, the Godfather of Harlem, because last year when I was watching it, I, I saw, you know, the promo part before it's the series start. And I'm like, that's Edward. I'm like, what? Wait a minute. I'm like, that's us opening up the Godfather, that series. Now, I don't know what it will be this year, because I think the series starts next week or something. But I do know all last year they had us, the park at Yeah, we was on there. And yeah, and I put it on Facebook. I said, I missed this one. Did anybody see this? Yeah. Oh, that's really neat. And they and, ne and nobody never knew. Nobody even like we never got recognized for that or nothing. But yeah, we're the parkets are in that promo. Well, this is one of the, and you were kind of talking about this earlier too. Um, we have incredible people like yourself who have contributed to a truly American art form, yes. a, a truly American cultural art form. And if, if you were like, if we were to change skin colors, right. And you were white, mm -hmm. it'd be the, completely different. It'd be completely different. So I, uh, the way that and I try to sorry go ahead that's so sad and that's sad that's just sad it it, it is like so when we talk about recognition um mm -hmm. when we talk about because there's presence in movies and tv shows and clips and stuff but like um I some of y'all are should have been recognized to the level of some household names like like we know Fred Astaire, Ben Crosby, we, we, there are all these different names that we know. And there's a bunch of names that we don't know that have contributed to where we are right now. And Harlem, like you said, has 
been the center point of so much of what the world recognizes yeah, as absolutely. good music and good dancing. Yes. Um, but the people who develop those styles are unnamed. Yes. And so it's, it, it is really, and so, and oftentimes, like you said, like yourself, you run into situations where you'll be out and about, you'll be at these different events and yeah. people will treat you in a particular way, having yeah. no idea who you are. Um, and, and I'm that, not one, I'm not one to point out who I am. So I just let it go until like the old saying, don't pat yourself on the back, let somebody else pat you on the back. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, what the, it was something I was getting ready to say concerning, it'll come back to me, the dance. But um, yeah, I think that we really need to love one another. I mean, because like I said earlier, at the end of the day, it's all about the Lindy. It ain't about you, it ain't about me. It's about carrying on the dance. Okay, if you were taught to dance, I mean, if, if you feel, you know, like, learn mm-hmm. it and teach it. Don't hold it back. Don't be saying stuff and don't down nobody because I've seen some awesome dancers. Okay, and I've seen some whack dancers. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm saying, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. And um, it's just it's, it's just amazing. I, I remember when I was rehearsing, and I had said this before, um, when I fell. And I never fell on stage or anything, but I fell in rehearsal. That thing knocked all the wind out of me. Girl, Solomon said, if you get up, just get up. Like, get, and I was up there. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't do nothing. Okay. And, and that, that, that's another thing. When you when when I was when he was teaching us and you dance and you fell okay you fell get up don't pity yourself because the pity is what start making you doubt that you can do it again mm-hmm. when that self pity come in oh I can't do it because I hurt my yes you can't get up and do it again and I did it again and I love that air step to this day that's over the head that's the one I fell on and hit my elbow, went into my stomach and knocked all the wind out of me. I was done. I was done, girl, I was done. You hear me? I was was like, oh my God. I said, is it this much pain to win? Okay, all right, let me get up. Okay, because everybody was there. And Sullivan said, y'all move out the way. Get up, girl. Get up. I was like, get up. And I never felt, I never, yeah, from that time on. That's because I didn't pay attention. That's right. He told me to look up, Mm. like look straight ahead when I went over the head, right? But I looked down and it it took me down. So I learned from that is that to pay attention, listen to what he said. He told you not to look down, but you look down to see where your feet was going to land. And he already told you how to land. So all I had to do was look forward when I went over the head and said, I'm looking down and your head is the heaviest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that mm-hmm. like took me that girl, this big forehead got me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I can put my whole hand. So, and, so, and then some, <laughs> <Yes>. so. <laughs> hey, look at us. This is, what, this is what I want to tell you about uh, on, on the documentary we was talking about um, teaching and people not recognizing. In the documentary that I have, um, it's like six hours or so, but it talks about, it interview, it talks about how our Caucasian sisters and brothers couldn't go. They were taught by us backstage, but when they hit the front stage, they couldn't say that they was taught by us. And when I seen that, I was like, wow, because they wouldn't have been able to dance. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was deep. I I kid you not. Yeah, is that, uh, matter of fact, on my page, uh, Miss Parks, uh, Paulette had sent me a piece of the documentary Okay, and I can't, I have it, it's in my archive somewhere. It is awesome. And it tells you everything. I got James Brown with the parkets, all of that stuff is on there. And 
when I seen that part, like the history of the, the era before us, and it was said that they couldn't go, I'm like, really? So they were taught, and, and, the, and, and, the, and the, the Caucasian brother said it, he said that we were taught by black folks, but we could not go out there and say that they taught us. So we've been like outcasts for a minute, yo. <laughs> yeah, that was really interesting to me. I didn't know that. That was just some history. I was like, wow, I, I got to find it because that, that was is such a good thing. It has Muhammad Ali in it and the Parkettes when they was doing the thing. Um, it was James Brown, Muhammad Ali, the Parkettes. It opened up with with David Butts talking, okay, uh, one of the older uh, Parkettes, uh, Mama Lou Parks dances. Um, yeah, it, it, it was, it's really awesome. And if I can find it, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll let you see that because it, it's a minute. You gotta have, you, you gotta be turning it off and on and turning it off and on. But it's, it's, it's worth the six hours. I was like, six hours. Wow. And yeah, that's what I said, Bob. I said, wow, this is really deep. Never knew that. You learn some, you know, I, and I'm glad I know that. But when you look at the, that's the history and all of this, uh, cabaret stuff. And yeah, man, I remember shucks. I remember when we was doing um, the scenes for the college thing. That's when Go-Go was out. Remember the Go-Go and going to a Go-Go with, yeah, with, yeah. with, yeah, with uh, what, uh, what's his name? Smokey and them. Yeah, all of that. We did that at the Apollo. We did the jerk. All of that. I mean, we was in all of that. Yeah, and then we closed with the Lindy Hop. Yeah, a lot of our listeners might not know that the Mamalu Parks weren't just Lindy Hop. Y'all also did all sorts of other dances. Yeah, we did jazz. Yeah, and I teach Latin. So I teach Latin dancing. So I teach, I don't just teach Lindy Hop, but Lindy Hop is my treasure. That is the first thing I say I teach. I teach Lindy and Latin. Yeah, I have, I'm gonna put up a video that I did at the school and it was awesome. The kids didn't even know how to dance and they, they did a fantastic job for non-dancers and they did it. I could not believe, I was like, wow. That's when you know, when you can actually put a non-dancer, somebody who never danced, and you could put them on stage and, and it's like, when they say to you, I never thought I could do this. Mm. It's just the good, it, that feels so good. Mm, you know, yeah. not, it, it does, it, it feels good. It's like, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, you can do it. Come on, let's do it. I don't have no rhythm. Well, we gonna teach you some rhythm. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Latin is, yeah, cause I grew up with Latin. I grew up with Eddie Palmieri and Tito Puente and them. Like um, we used to go to the Palladium all the time, every Sunday. And it was a dance school. It was me and my cousin, Denise, Aunt Nisi, um, her brother, Edward and Lester and Lily. It was six of us. At that time, they didn't have the videos. We didn't have the, you know, the video cameras, so we couldn't tape none of that. But we would have circles around us when we Latin. Because mm -hmm. the Latin at that time, Eddie Palmieri and them was hot in the 70s. Okay. And like, yo, we Latined, oh man. We still talk about that every now and then. We just listen. Remember how we used to turn out the Palladium? We used to turn it out. So, and I stuck with that. Yeah. So that's what I do. Look, what, 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 uh, what's his name? Ke Kevin, uh, Kevin Hart say, that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Crystal. Uh, yeah. Uh, who are some of your uh, legends and the people that you look up to both on and off the dance floor? Who? who mm. Legends, dances, Fred Astaire. I always loved Fred Astaire. When I was a kid, I always loved Fred Astaire. 
I know that might sound corny to some of y'all, but yeah. But it's there. It's yes. pretty incredible. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I thought that he was the best dancer, okay, outside of my dad. Mm. No. <laughs> I, I honestly, I thought he was just, and he was, he was an awesome dancer. The Nicholas Brothers, mm -hmm. okay. Uh, Lindy Hoppers, oh, I fell in love with Dancing at the Races before mm -hmm. I got in the parkettes, okay? Oh. I thought that was the best film ever made that the Marx Brothers ever made. I, to this day, I, I still got it. I can turn it on now and watch it. I love that. And to show you how the era is, by me being so young, when I got in the parkettes, I said to Mama Lou, I seen this movie and they was doing our air steps and, and, and they was doing the horse and they was, the, but she said, no, that was the era. That was the one your dad danced in. Like, and see, that's what I'm saying. We need to pass it down, okay? Mm -hmm. And tell the truth where it came from, okay? Cause I thought, I'm, I'm like, Oh, honey, then, then as I, then I said, but wait a minute, they're older than me. But it took me a minute to realize that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that was, that was a highlight in my life. I just loved it because she just laughed when I told her, I was like, they stole our stuff. And in the 60s and 70s, they, they still had black and white movies. You know what I'm saying? Like the black and white was still on. So I'm like, they, Oh, wow. She was like, no, they didn't steal it. <laughs> we just carried it on. Okay. In other words, we liked it. We carried it on. Y'all like it. Y'all carry it on. That's, that's, that's what it is. And like, man, we did jazz and everything. We did a hand job. That was awesome. At the Apollo, we would just have gloves. Everything would be in strobe, the gloves, the boots, and the costume would be dipped in strobe lights. So when the lights went out in the Apollo, all you saw was the hands and the boots and, and, and the, the costume moved and you wouldn't see the body. You, it would just look like we wasn't there. It was just costumes <laughs> and hands and stuff. That was cool. Y'all had, cool. had production. Yeah. yeah. And we we always we always lended at the Apollo, but sometimes on the jazz shows we didn't. Mm. On the jazz shows like Red Fox, we did the jazz dances. Because it was like with Red Fox, you know, it was like a comedian show. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that wasn't called for that kind of opening, you know, the setting. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But we did a lot of jazz dancing, watermelon man, and all, all kinds of stuff. Like, what would jazz yeah. dancing? Uh, can you can you describe the kind of stuff you would do when you would do the jazz dancing? It would be just um, dancing, like you know, dancing, like you know, here and there, and the glamour and the turns, and yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> That it, that was fun. It, it was all is all it was all great. I mean, like I wouldn't give it up for nothing. I, I wouldn't. No. The, yeah. The reason why I ask is I think a, a lot of our listeners who are in the modern Lindy Hop scene would think of jazz dance as like solo, maybe solo dancing with like Charleston and and Susie Q's and like that kind of like. Oh, we did a the lot of mix of those kind of steps. I mean, like we did the Charlestons, like you know, we did the Charlestons in the group and stuff like that. But, and then other jazz dancing was like uh, a form of ballroom dancing. We did some ball, Gigi and David did ballroom dancing and Edward and them. And, and it was just, the jazz now is different from the jazz then. I get yeah. the different eras. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. It's the different eras. Because what they, just like what, what, what let, me, let me make a good example. Okay, just like they say, okay, around the back. Now they got another name for around the back now. 
I can't, I, yes, they don't call it round the back. I forgot what the, what they called it, called it. And when I first heard it, I was like, no, nah, that's round the back. So it's the same thing, just the different name. Yeah. Or a different, same move, but people put the different names or, or their little name. And, and that's fine. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true. It's yeah. Um, that and that's something that we see a lot in our in in our cultures and in, in black cultures. It's like we have we have these names <laughs> and then it, with the different eras or different locations, they might adjust a little bit. And so we're moving in similar ways, but we're calling them different things, you know. Yes. Um, they yeah. move different name. Yeah. Different yeah. era. Yeah. Um when you're when you were talking about jazz dancing, what what music were you dancing to? Like, what were some of the um, songs? That might sound like a dumb question because I maybe the assumption is jazz, but it was jazz like Basie, um, depending on the dance. We had we did one thing called Watermelon Man, and it was a song called Watermelon Man. So we did the song with the dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the jazz back then was like bassy and to me and um, nothing that was, let me see, how, like big band music. Yeah. All right. You yeah. know, because that, that, I, I still kind of grew up in that era. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I seen. Okay. Yeah. Then, then it started to change. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because because you're right. Like even when we think about jazz music, right? Like there's some people who think about um, who think immediately think about Basie, but then there are others that might think about like, oh man, there's what's that name? Like more smooth jazz. Like there's yes. a there's a particular song I'm trying to think of that's like an iconic jazz tune, but that's like not the, there's different categories not the jazz we're talking um, about <laughs> exactly exactly there's a, there's a, the, the main part is jazz but under the jazz label yeah. there's different categories yeah. that people uh point out as jazz from their point of view right see but our jazz is like they listen to our jazz now they talk about oh that old stuff <laughs> no, that, for real. Like the kids, like yeah, like oh yeah, that's old. That that's old school. My mom, that's old. Oh no, we don't do that. Okay, so different time, different era. <laughs> right, right, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 